Hey everybody and welcome to the Katie Weaver Show. This is Katie. I am your host. It is the 31st of December at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. We are live and I'm so happy to be here. I want to welcome you all to the show. I want to let you know that we're over in the chat room and you can find us by heading over to 12radio.com. That's number one, number two, radio.com. Click on the chat button and you'll be redirected into the Facebook chat. And my handsome and talented producer, Scott, is standing by. He will gladly accept your request to join the room. You're going to see my banner at the top of the page. That's where we are chatting. That's a good place to ask a question or throw in a comment where I will see it. But I am also live streaming this event from the chat room. So you can find it there as well. And if you wanted to... uh, comment there you can though uh, sometimes those uh, chats go really quick for me and I don't I might not see it but you can put something there if you want <laughs> if you'd rather watch the live stream later on you can find it over at on YouTube at domestic mystic on YouTube so lots of ways to connect lots of ways to listen to or watch the show and you might want to watch today actually because I do have some cards to share with you some fun stuff so you know, per normal, right? (laughs) So I guess first and foremost, Happy New Year. I hope you guys are getting geared up for this new year. I think it's pretty exciting stuff going on. It's not just a new year, it's a new decade. That's pretty wild to think about, isn't it? I think that uh, for me, I don't know, looking back on this decade, there's a lot of pain and a lot of grief and a lot of joy and amazingness, too, and it's given me a lot to reflect on and think about. I think it's a good thing to do, you know, so I'll I'll spare you most of the gory details, but there's been a lot of, a lot happened for me in the last 10 years, as I'm sure it has for you guys as well, so, yep, 2020, I, uh, (laughs) published Luminous for the last Luminous of the year today, and I called it the 2020 Vision uh, edition for that reason, because wow, here we are, right? It's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. So anyway, lots of things on my mind. I want to first share with you, I have gone ahead and put up my 12-month video reading. I do this every year, so you guys are pretty used to it by now, I'm sure. But this is the 12-month reading that I do to give you a 12-month look, or, you know, a look at all 12 months of the year. So what I will do is I'll pull cards for every month. Uh, I'm not going to use a specific deck this year. I decided to read based on uh, you and what I felt was right. So I, but I will pull cards for every month and I will give you a crystal suggestion for the month and an affirmation, a positive affirmation for the month. So this is a fun reading. It's a great thing to gift yourself, I think, to kick your year off and get going in the right direction. And it gives you an idea to, you know, some ideas of maybe things you want to think about or work on. So you can, I posted it in the chat room but you can also find it by heading over to 12listen.com and look for me, Katie Weaver, and just pick it up right there, right in my email readings. So I will make it as a video. They're usually around 45-ish minutes long, a little more, a little less, you know, don't take that to the bank, but somewhere in that vicinity. And I will uh, create it as a video. I will send you a private link for it and 
you'll have that forever so you can watch it as many times as you want to. I've noticed some of those that I, you know, that I've sold over the years get watched 20, 30 times because people are getting to that very month. Maybe they're watching it a couple of times, looking for something specific. That's kind of fun. So anyway, those are, that is live and ready for you guys. I know several of you have asked me for it and I hadn't published it yet this year. So what was I doing? But <laughs> it's ready for you now. What can I say? That's all I can do, right? <laughs> All righty. Well, let's take a look at Luminous. I did put a link in the chat room. You can find it there. Luminous, of course, is the magazine that I publish every week with my colleagues from over to One to Listen. You can also find it on my website, katie-weaver.com, under the, the Luminous Magazine tab. So a few things I wanted to show you. So excited to get to use uh, <laughs> fireworks cover because uh, it is New Year's Eve. So exciting. So I did, uh, you know, I did call this edition the 2020 Vision edition because here we are. And do we have 2020 Vision? I think we do. I think we're ready. I think we've kind of been uh, honed in the fire, haven't we? We've been hardened. We've been sharpened. And hopefully we've just been perfected and mellowed a little so that we're ready for whatever 2020 brings our way as a year, as a decade, everything in between. So I think we're ready. I had said uh, that we're marching into this year with confidence and a little bit of extra sass, which I think is true. <laughs> I wrote an article about goals, 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 goals. I wrote the title. I realized I was singing in my head that old song, girls, girls, girls. So there you go. <laughs> A peek into the craziness that is sometimes uh, going on in here. Anyway, talking about setting goals, not necessarily resolutions. Resolutions seem to go away pretty quickly. But talking about goals, just setting some goals about what you want to accomplish in the new year and diving into them. And new year and new decade, I think. But uh, I think it's really important at this point to just take a look at where you are and where you'd like to be. The caveat I have with setting goals like this is that they should be attainable, right? Or if you have an enormous goal, like maybe you want to take a trip to Europe, great. Let's set a date. Let's find out you know, let's get a feasible date together of when you want to go and let's break it down into smaller goals. So budget, perhaps a, an extra job or another way to earn a little extra money to be ready, maybe getting your passport, planning out the trip. There's all of these small, these mini goals, these pieces that would have to be accomplished to uh, accomplish the large goal, right? And those are things that you can start working on now. So goal setting, I think, is really important this time of year. And if you need some help with goal setting, if you need some help looking at what you, uh, you know, what you want to work on, or you need some help honing in on what the mini goals are and getting it going, give me a call over at Once You Listen. I will totally help you with it and we'll get your stuff going. You can do what you want to do. I know that for sure. I've seen it so many times. My tip this week in Luminous is my bath salts for hangovers. Why? Well, it's New Year's Eve, and I know that some of you are going to go out tonight and muff yourselves up. <laughs> I also know that some of you won't, but 
this one always shows up for me. It makes me laugh. It always shows up for me when people just might need it. So <laughs> I'm going to share it in the chat room for you too. But I'm going to tell you guys something that is so ridiculous. I don't get hangovers. I don't think I've ever really had one. I don't drink a lot and I don't drink very often. But uh, even times when I was, when I did very rarely, I don't get hangovers. I don't know why I'm so lucky, but I am. But for those who do, combine two cups of sea salt with 10 drops each of grapefruit, juniper, and lavender oils. Shake well and store it in a glass jar. And then add a half a cup of it to your bath water if you need it. I'm going to say maybe mix this up ahead of time. I don't know. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> and then take a bath in the dark with some candles and a cup of coffee. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> we'll see. If you uh, benefit from that, let me know. I mean, I've done it quite a few times. I just never feel like I really have much of a hangover. But anyway, it's New Year's Eve. So who knows? Now, nah, I don't drink. I, I rarely drink. What can I say? I'm just kind of a little prude that way, I guess. Or a smarty pants, maybe. Both. We'll see. It's actually because my health doesn't really support it. And I don't think you're supposed to drink on the medication I take. <laughs> so I, you know, I try to be smart about things, but, you know, it is New Year's Eve, so you know there will be something. Anyway, enough about that and moving on. <laughs> there is a lot of great stuff in Luminous. Elizabeth Lindsay's weekly cosmic strip this week is so good. I love it. She was playing off the Roaring Twenties uh, idea, you know, that we're back to the 20s. And so Angel Beth is dressed as a flapper in all of her gorgeousness. It's so cute. She says, let's celebrate our 20s with all of the wisdom we've gained. I absolutely love it, Elizabeth. This was so well done and perfect. That's what my kids have been talking about, too. We're back to the roaring 20s, guys. We are also back to uh, a point where Wow, I wanted to talk about this and now I can't remember the word. Sometimes my brain, so rude. <sighs> remember back in the 20s, you probably don't, but when they wouldn't let us have alcohol anymore, somebody's going to tell me what that word is. I can't believe I've lost it. I'll have it here in a minute. Anyway, remember then? Okay. Well, it's happened again, only this time. And it happened the same year. So in 1990, prohibition, thank you, brain. Okay, <laughs> I put in the order. It just took a minute to get here. In 1919, the United States experienced prohibition, where the government said, that's it. You have abused your right to have alcohol. It's turning into a problem. You're done, right? Cut us off. And that happened in 1919. And of course, there was a lot of fights over it. And it actually just created more crime. And eventually they said, okay, fine, have your booze. We've had enough. That's a really simplified version. But anyway, well, in 1919, here just a minute ago, the government uh, imposed prohibition again, in a sense, on tobacco. So a law was pushed through and very... Uh, hastily signed and put immediately into place that you cannot buy, it's a federal law, that you cannot buy tobacco products now until you are 21. 
it has been 18 in the past in most states. So now we have all of these 18, 19, 20-year-olds who do use tobacco products who were just, uh, who just went cold turkey because Uncle Sam said so. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a bad law. In a sense, I don't. I think it's weird. I think it's suspicious the way it all happened. I'm very surprised that this uh, came to light, uh, that it happened and it happened so quietly and so quickly. Uh, it was a big shock to a lot of people that uh, had no idea this was happening, actually to nearly all of the American public. I do think it's odd. Do I think it's wrong to, uh, you know, cut back a little more on people that are potentially becoming addicted to nicotine, you know? No, I don't necessarily. However, I think it's a strange world that we live in where kids can be charged, charged as adults for crimes when they're 18. They are in charge of themselves financially when they are 18. They can enter the military when they are 18. They're good enough to carry a gun and fight for us when they're 18, but they can't smoke till they're 21. It is odd. That's all I'm going to say. It's interesting. I think that we have been prohibitioned twice in 2019 and 1919. So anyway, we'll see where it goes. I'm sure that you guys have some uh, opinions on it too. It's, it's an interesting thing. My kids aren't so much tobacco users, but a lot of their friends are, and they're pretty pissed off. <laughs> but I guess uh, they get to get healthy. Honestly, no. I mean, what's going to happen, right? There's a few things that worry me about this. The first is which that we are way too quick to charge people with stuff and kids particularly. And I don't want to see a bunch of kids, you know, late teens, early 20s, getting consumption tickets for smoking, for using tobacco. I think that's a huge waste of our resources for our uh, police force. I think it's a huge waste of resources to go through the courts. And I think it's going to pin these kids down with legal troubles that they really don't need. And for that, I think that's really stupid uh, because what's going to happen, they're not really going to not use. They're just going to have somebody older than them buy it for them like they have done before, right? That's probably most likely. But I would also imagine that police forces across the country are going, yeah, I have no interest in enforcing this. I don't have time for this, right? Okay, so maybe stores can't sell it, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I have a lot of opinions about it. We don't need to waste the whole show on it because I actually have a big show planned. But yeah, Cindy said it's odd AF. It is. Yeah, it is. I have I have an opinion. I have a prediction on it. I guess I'll just share it. A few months ago, uh, the president was really going after a company called Jewel, very specifically, and claiming that Jewel was the company's product that was causing kids to have a big problem with their lungs because of vaping. As it turned out, it wasn't Juul at all. It was marijuana vapes that were being made under the table with vitamin E oil. And vitamin E causes popcorn lung. We had kids dying from lung issues. You know, the percentage of kids, I mean, it's no, no kids, we don't want to lose any kids. But when you look at the statistics of how many kids vape versus how many had a problem, you know, it, it's pretty negligible. But anyway, the president tried to very specifically go after a company called Juul. Well, that failed. And and I was wondering then why. Does he have a beef with their CEO? What's his problem with them? I don't know. I have, I have opinions. I don't want to get crazy political on this show, but I have opinions about that. But I don't know. I don't know why. So now, suddenly, very quietly, 
this law is passed that uh, is really going to affect the vaping companies because it's teenagers and young kids that are vaping more than, you know, smoking cigarettes. So I don't know. We'll see how it plays out here in the next few months to come. But that's my opinion slash prediction on why this happened and what's happening. Let's move on. Politics. Blah. Who needs it? (laughs) All righty. Well, that's all I want to say about Luminous this week, but there are a lot of great articles. Kelly wrote such a great blog this week, by the way, that's in there. Make sure that you find that. At any rate, hopefully you get an opportunity to sit with Luminous. Uh, Jennifer's poem is in there this week that is so beautiful as well. Jenny wrote, wrote a great blog. What can I say? I mean, I love it all. So I hope you get a chance to read through Luminous and we'll move on from there because I want to do something today that has been kind of sitting with me for a while. You guys might remember that I used to, on the Psychic Sisters, we used to do marching orders, right? We used to do marching orders and we did it at the end of every month for the next month and I miss marching orders. And so I thought, you know, It would be a marathon of a show to do it by myself, but what the hell? I'm capable, right? I'm a badass. We can do this. So we're going to try it today. We're going to do marching orders for January. So, and we're going to use a brand new deck. Scott buys me a new deck for Christmas every year. I usually put one in my cart uh, on Amazon or a few, and sometimes I don't, and he just finds one totally organically on his own too. I mean, you know, he's only a producer around here. He hears a lot of things. <laughs> so sometimes he just finds me something that he thinks I would love. This year, he bought me the Goddess Oracle deck, uh, the suggestion of one of our daughters. I had said I'd like a new Goddess deck because the Goddess deck I currently use has been disavowed by its maker. And I don't really want to use any of her stuff, to be frank. So I wanted a new Goddess deck that I loved. So this is what I got, the Goddess Oracle. I have opened it exactly one time. (laughs) So this is going to be a fun experience for all of us. Okay. But I thought that the Goddess Oracle deck might be fun to use today for marching orders. So that's what we are going to do. Okay. The deck, by the way, is by Amy Sophia Maraszynski, illustrated by Rana Yonto. If you want to find it, it is over on Amazon. So this is what the back of the deck looks like, the Goddess Oracle. So we're going to just dive in. So we will start with Capricorn because it is their birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Cap. Lots of Caps I love in my world. My dad was a Cap. My son is a Cap. I know quite a few of you guys are as well. So I'm going to shuffle up just a little bit here. And we're going to pull a card for Capricorn. These cards are really slick because they're brand new. They're not sticking together, though, which is nice. And they, one kind of interesting thing, this is way off topic, but I'm going to share it. They have one sharp corner. They have three rounded edges and one sharp corner. I don't think I've ever seen a deck like that before. Have you? That's weird. It's fine. I just noticed because I keep getting poked in the, fingers here while I'm trying to shuffle and I thought that was odd anyway maybe there's a purpose behind it maybe we'll discover it all right blah 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 let's move on (laughs) all right so pulling a card for Capricorn it's this one come on there we go okay this is uh, the goddess Paca Mama 
healing, holing, and holy. So holing is in becoming whole. This is why I said you might want to be in the live stream today because I'm going to share these cards. So this is Pacamama. She is, I believe, an ancient earth goddess, right? All right. So for you, Capricorn, it's about healing. It's about becoming whole and being holy. Here's where it's at for me with you, Cap. I feel like this is an opportunity for you to do a few things. A, heal a few relationships, maybe with yourself or with others, but perhaps there's something here that needs to be addressed. And maybe there's a relationship here that has gone to bits that you don't feel very good about anymore that you would like to get some resolution with, fix, or feel better about cutting loose. You'll have to decide. But there's definitely some relationship work this month for Capricorns. Holy, that strikes me as a worthiness bid, right? That maybe Capricorn, you need to spend a little bit of time working on some self-reflection and some self-forgiveness. It makes me wonder if there is a moment here for you where you need to forgive yourself for you know, supposed missteps or mistakes or whatever in this past year and move forward. So some big work, I think some big deep work for you this month, Cap, but I think it's going to be totally worth it. So I think that the affirmation, I wanted to do a card and a positive affirmation. See, that's why I said this would be a bit of a marathon for one guy to do alone, but I can do it, right? We can do it. Okay. So what is the affirmation that I want for Capricorn? I am exactly who I am supposed to be. I am worthy of all of life's blessings. I am exactly who I am supposed to be. I am worthy of all of life's blessings. I love that. Okay, so there you go, Cap. Moving forward. Forgiveness for you, for others, a little bit of healing in your relationships. I think this is good work. All right. I'm just going to shuffle it back in here a little bit, and we're going to go forward and look at Aquarius. So again, this is marching orders for January, for January 2020 per sign. All right. So, all right, where are you? It's on the bottom, and I just didn't want to accept it. Okay. (laughs) All right, Aquarius. The card is the goddess Hesta. She is, of course, the goddess, or Hestia, sorry. She is the goddess of hearth and home. Aquarius, I feel like this is a month for you where you really invest yourself in working on your home in various ways. Like, I could see Aquarius uh, really doing some massive decluttering, de-junking. I could see Aquarius doing some renovating, painting, remodeling, redoing. I could also see Aquarius move. All of that is in the cards for Aquarius. This the cards is <laughs> in the cards for Aquarius this month. So, with that being said, you are going to need some help. Don't hesitate to call forward your 
support system, right? Don't hesitate to call in family or friends that you might want to call in a little favor with or ask them to come and help you do something, you know, maybe a painting weekend with pizza and beer attached or whatever, but ask for help if you need an Aquarius. Do not do this alone, but do it. I feel like if you don't, if you don't jump in and do the stuff this month that you're really feeling compelled to do with your living space, you're going to regret it moving forward because you're going to be stuck in a space that you're not comfortable with anymore. So answer the call. And if that means that you have to cut loose other commitments this month so that you can get it done, do it. That's okay. Declutter with reckless abandon. Declutter with courage. Let a lot of stuff go and help the people that live with you let a lot of stuff go. This is a really good time for you to just create more space in your space. So it's very good, Aquarius. I'm excited to see what you do. I feel like our Aquarians like have their wheels turning like crazy right now, like creative wheels turning, all kinds of ideas, you know, rolling through. I love it. It's exciting. So Aquarius, have fun with that and, you know, don't hesitate to let us know what you did. <laughs> All righty. So what do we want? What is your affirmation, Aquarius? Let's take, let's ask. I can trust myself to support my space and create a shelter. Interesting. Okay. I can trust myself and support my space to create a shelter. Oh, a shelter from the storm. Okay. So creating a sanctuary. So I can trust myself to support my space to create a shelter from the storm. I like that. Or you could say you could definitely uh, replace that with just creating a sanctuary if you would like to. Storm is not usually a word I would use in an affirmation, but I'm not in charge around here. <laughs> That's the one thing I know for sure. I'm never in charge around here. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Pisces. All right, Pisces, where did you go? Let's see. Hiding out. Here we go. Okay. All right, the card, these are gorgeous cards, by the way. I like that they are, they're fairly simplistic, but the art is beautiful and they're just clear. I like them. Uh, the goddess is Rhiannon and the message is doubt, Pisces. Here's why. I feel like this month you have a couple of moments of doubting your own ability to accomplish your goals. I feel like... I like that better there. You have, I think, a few moments of feeling like um, maybe you're not on the right course or feeling like your self-esteem is a little shaken up. This month is going to challenge you a little bit, I think, to build yourself back up, to talk to the right people to help you to get where you want to go. I also feel like this is something that hits early in the month and by the end of the month it's resolved. So hang in there. Don't let yourself get too shaken. And if you have those moments of doubt in yourself, talk to people who can see your divinity, who can help boost you up. Don't let this overcome you. This is not a good month for you to change gears. I feel like this is a good month for you to stay on target, follow your path, see where you're going, 
and be really conscientious about what you are working on in a way that you don't have to, how do I say it in the right way? In a way that you don't have to uh, give up on your dreams and your goals right now. Don't throw in the towel. This is not the right time for that. Let's just work through the challenges, right? So that's all you have to do. And I think that really you're going to be okay. And again, by the end of the month, I think you're okay. This hits early. So take a deep breath, ask for support, and don't wig out on me yet. It's going to be okay. And I'll help. You know I will. Okay. So what is your affirmation, Pisces? Let's ask. I am exactly who I am supposed to be. I have the courage to move forward and accomplish my goals and plans. I am exactly who I am supposed to be. I have the courage to accomplish my goals and plans. Pisces, I really want to see you, if you're doing any kind of energy work or chakra work, to really focus on your solar plexus this month and your root, both but solar plexus particularly because that's where this confidence piece is coming in. So you can do it. All right. I have to knock on them every time. It's just a given. (laughs) All right. We are moving on to Aries. All right. Let's see. And again, if you're just joining us, this is the goddess Oracle deck. We're playing with the deck I got for Christmas and doing marching orders for the month. So this is for the month of January 2020, and we're just moving right along. The deck, of course, is The Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Marashinsky. And if you want it, go find it on Amazon. That's where it came from. And it's awesome. I'm really impressed. Okay, Aries, the card is Shakti. And the message is Energy. The goddess is sitting in lotus, she, or in a, in a, well, is she? She's sitting in a mudra. The chakra uh, lotus has run all the, she's sitting in lotus. Yes, she is. The chakra lotus has run all the way up her to the top. Here's where I go with this card. I think for you, Aries, this month, is it is really about balance. It's about keeping your energy balanced for you, for your families, for your work, for your home. I think it's going to be kind of a wild and chaotic month for you, and you're going to need to have a lot of opportunities to step back, take a breath, and seek that balance again. I'm going to highly recommend that you invest in a little meditation every day to keep yourself balanced a little chakra balancing meditation like you can do you can go find a some kind of a guided imagery meditation or you can just do it on your own you know and just go all the way through those chakras um if some chakra balancing work would be you know if a class would be, be beneficial i will gladly put one up over at one two academy uh, i'd like to come back and teach i'm honestly not sure what you guys are looking for and so if you have some suggestions for me throw them out there i would like to know What do you guys want to learn? Or are you set here? Maybe you are, and that's okay too. But we could do some chakra classes and talk about how to keep yourself in balance, if that's something that would help. But anyway, for you, Aries, it really is about staying in balance. This month is going to be chaotic for you. I can see it right now. You're going to have a lot of people leaning on you and needing stuff from you. That's basically where it's at. So... This is why this personal care piece is going to be vital for you. Otherwise, 
ouch, it's going to be wild, right? Okay, so Aries, what is your affirmation? <laughs> okay, I have all of the time that I need to care for myself as well as others. I can and I will take my time. I have all of the time that I need to care for myself and others. I can and I will take my time. Good. Ooh, I really like that. Okay. So that's all you got to do. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to Taurus. Little shuffle here. Okay. Good. All right, Horace. It's hiding at the bottom. Here we go. Oh. I've never seen this goddess before. You guys will have to tell me if this is familiar. This is Oya. And the messages change. Isn't that interesting? She's beautiful. She's dark skinned. She's got kind of a gown on that is rose colored with all of these swirls, but there's lightning in the background, which tells you a lot about Oya, correct? She is a very powerful goddess. She can see herself through change. She can make change. She has no problem with that, and she is not afraid. And yet the pink swirling around her in the card speaks to me of loving, nourishing maternal energy. So this is like a badass mama that can get something done, right? So this is you this month, Taurus. This isn't about change happening to you. This is about you creating change. This is a month where you are going to have to create the change that you want, whether that is asking for a raise or creating some kind of a, a break in, in your routine or it's doing something different with your job or it's asking for a change in your relationship, or perhaps it's change that you initiate upon yourself. Maybe this is a change in diet or self-care. You have to decide what that looks like for you. I feel in Taurus this uncomfortable kind of prickly energy that you're feeling like you need something to be different and you're ready to uh, finally initiate it. I feel like it's one of those things that's been pending for quite a while that you haven't quite uh, had the initiative to take on. And in January, I think you're just irritated enough that you have to initiate that. So very interesting. But don't forget our goddess Oya, how powerful she is, how badass she is. She can make the thunder clap. She can make the lightning strike. And so can you. So don't back off, don't back down, and get what you need. All right, so what does Taurus need us to, what is their affirmation? I am strong enough, brave enough, and capable enough to initiate change in my life. I am strong enough, brave enough, and capable enough to initiate change in my life. There you go, Taurus. I really love that. I do. It's great. Okay, moving on. We're going to take a peek at Gemini here. 
Okay, Scott did super good on these cards, didn't he? I'm going to use these a ton. I love it. I'm thinking I'm going to use these a lot in my 12-month readings, so we will see. Okay. I'll tell you something, because I've been using Psychic Tarot a ton. I love that deck by John Holland. My Psychic Tarot cards uh, befell an accident and ruined part of them, which ruins the deck, you know, if you don't have all of the cards. I was just thinking the other day about how they were looking pretty worn, and I love that. I love having a worn deck that obviously you've used for a long time. You're wearing the numbers right off of it, you know, and I was thinking about how Years and years ago, I had a deck, an angel deck that I really loved, and I'd used it for years and years, and it was very tattered, and I loved it. And one day, we went somewhere, and I always kept it on my dresser. We came home, and our Great Dane had pulled that deck off of our dresser and shredded it on my bed, and I was heartbroken. And yet, the message from my guides was, enough. Quit leaning on your deck and use your intuition and stop. They initiated that. That deck I was supposed to be done with. I was a little pissed at that dog. I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> but it was obvious that I was done with that deck. Interesting. Well, I'm not kidding. A week ago, I was looking at Psychic Tarot, thinking about how worn that deck is looking. And again, that I like that worn deck look. And it was just a couple of days later that that deck had an accident that destroyed some of the cards the deck is done. And again, I went back thinking, okay, fine. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to recognize that obviously my work with that deck is done. So moving on. So we'll see how we do with the Goddess Oracle deck. I like it so far. Not that I have to have a deck. I mean, you guys that call me at 1-2-Listen know that I rarely pull cards. But occasionally, there's a reason, you know, occasionally we want to take a deeper dive or we want to do like a big like to 12 month spread. And well, anyway, here we are. So I guess that's one thing that um, the universe wanted for me this year was to stop leaning on psychic tarot. So we're done. I didn't order a new deck. I considered it and then I thought, no, I'm going to take it for what it is and let it be that. All right, Gemini. We got to get a move on. Okay. <laughs> no more stories. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. Probably not. Ooh. All right. Okay. This card is gorgeous. The goddess is Sedna. The message is victim. Here it is, Gemini. There's no prediction here that you're going to be a victim of something terrible. That's not what this is about. This is about making a decision to rise above challenges and fight back, to take a look at what's going on around you and decide that you're not a victim, that you refuse to be a victim, you know, that if somebody is acting upon you, you're going to act back, that if something in your world is abusive to you, isn't serving you, is taking advantage of you, that you're going to act back. You're not a victim. Gemini, you never have been, but every once in a while, you tend to feel like maybe you are when the world isn't going your way. So we're not going to be a victim. We're going to be a fighter. And that's what I see out of Gemini this month. I think uh, 
we'd all be wise to not mess with our Geminis this month because they're done. <laughs> I think that this is a good opportunity for our Geminis to recognize their own power and stand up and fight. I'm excited. It makes me think of one of our resident Geminis around here, Psychic Cat, and the epic battle that she and Sydney had last month with their insurance company to get Sid's medicine. And they talked all about that on uh, Cat's show. I don't need to go there, except for that I was so impressed with her ability to stand up and fight. This wasn't a little fight. It was an enormous one. This wasn't a fight with just the insurance. They went well beyond that to get what they needed to dignitaries, to, you know, important-ish people that could help. They went big. You have that fight in you too, Gemini. All of you do. So do not be a victim of circumstance. We're not going to be a victim of life. We're going to stand up and fight. We're going to accept what we want. We're going to take what's ours, right? That's where it's at. This is the time that I feel like, yeah, nobody around you better, uh, you know, you're the person walking through the grocery store right now that if you heard someone call a racial, called a racial slur, you'd probably turn around and fight, right? <laughs> That's where you are this month. I love it. Let's see what you do. All right, Gemini, here we go. What is your affirmation? Are you guys noticing a theme, by the way? It's really about personal power and strength this month so far for nearly every sign, which is great. Sometimes we just need a little reminder, right? All right, Gemini, let's take a look. I can and I will seize what I need and what I want out of this world. I can and I will seize what I want and what I need out of this world. Just like that. All right. Welp, let's see what Cancer is up to. Yep. Cindy says, why do we have to fight so hard for our well-being? I don't know. I wish I had a great answer for you on that. Seems like sometimes we do, though. Not always. I feel like, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes things fall into our laps in ways that maybe we don't recognize as much. And so we see the fight more than we see the ease. I think that's human nature. But some things are definitely an epic battle to get where we need to be or where we want to be. I don't know why. There's that idea, you know, that if, if everything was easy, we wouldn't appreciate the good stuff. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but that's one theory that comes to mind. Okay. All right. Cancer it is right here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. This is not a PG card. Just, just FYI. Okay. Sheila Nagig. I don't know who this is. I've never heard of this goddess before, but here is the card. Sheila Nagig. The card is opening. So for you, Cancer, I mean, she's a crone. Look at her. I mean, this is an amazing card. Don't get me wrong. You know, I don't know if this is a family show, but <laughs> whatever. We're not squeamish, right? We're not weird. Okay. Well, so what does Sheila Nagig have to do with us, Cancer? This is an opening. This is an opportunity for you. Cancer, you've been a little apathetic for the last few months. This is your opportunity to get positive, to get excited. It's also an opportunity for you to really step into your power. 
You've been denying it for a bit. You've been too tired. You've been too distracted. You've been too whatever. You have forgotten about your own ability to create. And right now, I feel like you don't have an opportunity to not uh, step into that power, right? You can't right now. You can't step back. You have got to remember who you are. You have got to remember how powerful your ability to create is and get with it. If you don't, you're going to be very unhappy with the results later in the year. So get on it right now. Okay. That was maybe for me and maybe for all of my other cancers out there, but there we go. Get with it. You can create whatever you want, cancer. You've done it so many times. Stop acting like you're helpless. Okay. There you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Affirmation for cancer. Let's ask. I am a tremendous creator. I can manifest anything I want or need. I am a tremendous creator. I can manifest anything I want or need. There you go. Simple Simon, right? All right, let's take a look at Leo. I'm even more excited about these cards now that I'm seeing just how uh, interesting and diverse they are. I'm also way excited about some goddesses here that I am not familiar with that I get to learn now. So that's pretty cool too. Okay. All righty, where are we going, Leo? Oh, I had a finger on it. There it is. Oh, Leo, you and Aquarius are in the same club. Hestia. Hestia, hearth and home goddess. She's usually like my jam because I'm a cancer, you know, but hey, I'll share her, Aquarius, Leo. All right, Leo, here's where it's at for you. Not quite the same as Aquarius, but for you, you are cleaning house. There are some changes happening in your home this month, and you are really, really putting your foot down about things that are bothering you. You are sick to death of the way some things in your home are operating, and you're not going to put up with it anymore. Some of this is initiating change upon yourself, and some of it is initiating change upon people who live in your home. But you are really done with some old habits, with some things you don't like. For Leos that rent, I could see you having some serious dust-ups with your landlords this month and getting what you need if you haven't been getting it. For Leos that own, I could see you making some physical changes to your home, but mostly this is in routine, it's in behavior, it's in the energy of your home. Leos, do a space clearing this month. If you don't know how, I will help you, but do a space clearing and get clear about what you want and need. If you don't, you're setting the stage for this year being an aggravating, frustrating situation at home. And that's not cool because your house is supposed to be your sanctuary. It has to be, right? So we're not putting up with any BS. So the things that are bothering you, you're going to attack them full force this month. So where is it at for you? My home is my sanctuary that I will nourish, nurture, and defend. 
My home is my sanctuary that I will nurture, nourish, and defend. Leo's in a bit of a fighting mood. <laughs> I don't know. I always think about my sister <coughs> when I go to Leo because she is a Leo and two of her children are Leos and one of her stepchildren is a Leo and one of her stepchildren is on the cusp of Leo and Virgo. So she has a ton of Leo energy in her house, which, you know, is awesome and they're a ton of fun. And then other times I think it's chaos in her house because of it. And she's always, you know, trying to recenter. So we'll see what Leos do. They're fighting. <laughs> for a good cause. Okay, Virgo, let's get to you. Okay. Okay, she is, wow. The goddess is Yamaya, or Yamaya. I'm going to say Yamaya, I think. And the card is Surrender. She's a mermaid. Isn't she gorgeous? Okay. Also, I've never met this one. Maybe some of you guys are familiar with her. Yamaya, surrender. So what does that mean for you, Virgo? Well, you're not going to like this, but it does mean surrender some control. It's not a bad thing. This is ask for help. Delegate. You have the last few months gotten so fed up with other people dropping the ball that you've just started doing it all yourself. You don't even ask anymore because you're sick and tired of the battle. And that's okay. That's understandable. However, it's keeping you away from your own goals. That's keeping you from being able to work on the things that are important to you. Because you're doing too much of everybody else's stuff. This could be at work and it could be at home. It's probably both. So time for some hard talks. Time for you to toughen up and... Get serious about what you want to do and stop. This might mean that you have to let other people fail. If they do not do their work, if they won't take care of themselves and do the things they need to do, you got to quit saving them. It's going to suck. It's going to be painful for you too for a minute because you hate seeing people around you fail. I think you're going to see some people around you suffer the natural consequences of their own behavior and you're going to have to let that happen. That's the surrendering of control. So where does that go for you? What is your affirmation? I release the need to save other people and clean up their messes. Simple enough. I release the need to save other people and clean up their messes. Good. It's not your job anyway. All right. We got to book it. This is always what happens. We talked too much in the beginning of the show, but we'll get there. We're going to get there quick. All right. Libra. Ooh, Libra. Oh, my God, this card. It's Morgan Le Fay. Look at her. So it's Morgan Le Fay. There's a warrior woman with a sword behind her there she's holding a disc of sorts this looks like the discs from uh you know that we've heard talk of in ancient cultures that they used for transportation and things it's a disc that has a symbol on it and then there's like this giant crow woman behind her crow or stork 
I'm not sure. You guys decide what you think. Uh, rhythms is the message on the card. Libra, for you, this is, it's, it's similar to what we saw clear back for, uh, now I can't remember who, but, oh, Aries, in balance. But this is rhythms. There is some beginnings and some endings coming up for you this month. And I feel like this, it's going to be really, really important for you to allow those changes. They're not, well, they are changes, but they are things coming and going in your world at a really natural pace, things that should be coming and going. So don't fight them. Don't dig your heels in. Don't refuse to let things happen. It's really things are playing out as they are supposed to be. Ask for help and support. You're going to need it. Don't do this all by yourself. All right. Your affirmation. I am safe. It's only change. That's an oldie but goodie from Louise Hay. I am safe. It's only change. Okay. Scorpio. I almost skipped Scorpio. What was I thinking? Scorpios in this house would be so, oh, geez, Scott just spoke in my ear and scared me half to death. <laughs> he thought skipping Scorpio was dang rude. Okay, not going to do it. Of course, Scorpio, we love you. All right. So what does Scorp have this month coming? It is, this is such a great card. You guys will die. It is Bast, the cat goddess. And it is literally an orange cat. <laughs> I love this card so much. That would be cute framed. All of this art would be amazing framed, actually. I wonder if she has it framed. We're going to look into that. Okay. Anyway, play, Scorpio. Don't be so serious. Find some reasons to have fun. Let your hair down a little bit. Sometimes you get to be a little bit too serious. You worry a little too much about what others think, or you just get a little too wrapped up in your head and you forget to play. So this month, don't forget to play and have fun. You need it. And other people around you need you to have it, right? You need to lighten up sometimes. So it's going to be about play. So whatever that looks like for you, do it. So, Scorpio, your affirmation, I allow myself to let my hair down, to enjoy life, and to have fun. I allow myself to let my hair down, to enjoy myself, and to have fun. Awesome. Okay, last one. We got to book it. <laughs> Sagittarius. We can't skip Sag. That would just be the rudest thing that we ever did. All right, Sag, here we go. All right. Just when we're in a hurry, these cards want to, yep, here we go. Okay. I've heard this said a few ways, so if I don't pronounce it the way you do, I apologize. Hecate or Hecate. Hecate. You decide. <laughs> Here she is. She has a three-headed dog and her staff. It is Crossroads. Sad, you've made some decisions the last few months that have taken you to where you are right now. They've been great decisions, but there's now decisions within those decisions to decide exactly how you want to move forward. So you are going to be really tempted to jump into a role of 
greater leadership this month, and there's a warning there about staying back just a little bit, giving yourself just a minute to make a decision, and don't overextend yourself. It's going to be really important because coming a little later in this year, I think February, March, you're going to have some other opportunities that you want to jump on, so don't overextend yourself now. Be careful with that crossroads that you just don't. So what is your affirmation? I can pace myself and allow me to only take on projects that bring me joy. I can pace myself and allow me to only take on projects that bring me joy. I love it. We have done what we do beyond time. So thank you so much for being here. You've been listening to The Katie Weaver Show. You can find me over at One to Listen for the rest of the day, part of the evening, and of course the whole rest of the week. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. I can't wait to see where it takes us all. You've been listening to The Katie Weaver Show here on One Two Radio, where we're changing the way you listen to the world.